What's happening, friends? Welcome to Thursday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Coming up a little later, science has finally said, here's what's happening with all these houses people think are haunted. Like, we know the reason now people think houses are haunted. Interesting. Okay. It is. And when you read it, you'll go, oh, I bet that's that's the explanation for a lot of them. So we'll do that coming up in about an hour or so. Uh, I, I do want to start the show with this. The question is, was Morgan being hit on when this guy said this to her? Okay, so you, Morgan, by the way, good morning. Good morning. How are you today? Good. How are you? I'm pretty good. Good to see you. Okay, so you're going in or out of the gym? I was walking into the gym. Okay. And this guy just is passing me, and he he looks at me. Is he walking out? Yeah, he's leaving the gym. Okay, got it. And he walks past me, and he looks at me, and he goes, oh, you're getting a late start today. And I was like, I have no idea who you are, sir. I've never sir. talked to you in my that life. That always stinks, too, oh, if you're hitting man. on somebody and they call oh, you yeah. sir. Yeah, Is yeah, he yeah. older? He's older, okay. for sure. And I just kind of giggled. I mean, thankfully, I had my mask on, so I just kind of giggled. And I was like, eh, and I, like, ran away. But I'm like, I've never seen you before. How do you know what my time schedule is and when I'm coming to the gym? You ran away, though? That seems a bit dramatic. <laughs> well, I quickly walked. All right, I hid behind the car. I was so scared. <laughs> uh, so you're walking in. He's walking out. He goes, hey, I'm getting a late start today. And you were like, why are you just watching me? Do you often work out in the same class as this guy? No, I mean, I guess, like, this is whenever I just go to Planet Fitness. I just go around the same time. So we're not in anything together. You're working out by yourself, mm-hmm. and I'm just kind of in my own zone. I don't know if he's, like, been paying attention. I mean, I maybe go there, like, three times a week around the same time. So maybe he's there every time. I just have never paid attention. What would you have preferred him to say if he has that one shot and he has to flirt. Not that, I'm assuming? No, because it, it feels creepy. It feels like he's been watching me. Like, Which he probably has. Yes. Right. So if he, if he wanted to, be like, hey, like, you know, I always see you around here. We should grab dinner sometime. Like, just but, be very direct. But then do direct. you come in and go, he always sees me? Is he always <laughs> looking at me? No, I wouldn't feel as weird. It was weird that, like, he said, hey, you're getting a late start. I'm like, wait, do you know my schedule? Mm-hmm. If he just says, hey, I see you around here a lot, like we should get together sometime. Because then at that point, I'm like, oh, I guess we've always been coming at the same time. I just didn't notice. Do you want him to go A to B that quick? Hey, I, I've, I've seen you before. Although we've never spoken, I'd like to take you out. Yeah, that's yes. quick. You do want that. Because at the very least, we could like either start and end it there or start and we go out to dinner. You know what I mean? Like it just, I'm just all about directness. We're either going to go out to dinner or we're not. Amy, what are your thoughts? Well, I went out to dinner with a guy from the gym once, and I was walking through the parking lot, and he pulled up in his car, and I was leaving, and he just straight up asked me to go to dinner, and we went that night. And she's like, I got in the car right then. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't get in the car. I followed him, but I mean, we ended up dating for, you know, we went out a handful of times, but I mean, he met my sister, and like, looking back, I don't know that it was the smartest move because I knew nothing <laughs> about him. But, I mean, I think that it's okay if a guy wants to be direct and if you are you think he's cute and you're interested, then you say yes. But do you think it was creepy at what he said? Yes. You do? Oh, see, yeah, I, because, I think it's borderline, but I don't think he meant it creepy. Well, I know, but he should rethink that line. If that's one he's going to use, he should rethink it. Would you ever go out with a guy if you don't see his whole face? Is, was he wearing a mask? No, he wasn't okay. wearing his mask at the time. No, but no, I wouldn't. I haven't realized how much like the chin part of your face is really important. Yeah, it is. <laughs> the chin and the nose, really it the MVP the of the face. face. <laughs> Never really knew where the MVP of the face was. Everybody's got hot eyes. <laughs> I've learned this too.
Every person I've ever seen has got some good-looking eyeballs. <laughs> and sometimes you have this imagination of what their face looks like, and they pull it down, and you're like, Oh, that's not what I pull. <laughs> well, I'll be. <laughs> so you're not going out with this guy? No, I'm not. I, I really didn't even respond. I, I didn't have, like, an opening to be like, Hey, that's cool, or whatever. It was just like, Hey, don't see you around here much. I was like... Mm-hmm. You just ran. Yeah. Yes. Ran to safety. Yeah, she sprayed him. She tased him and called it a day. Took off. All right. It is time to open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello, Bobby Bones. I'm a fourth grade teacher. I have a few boys in my class who have started recording a podcast. Two of them love your show and are using some of your segments as inspiration. They talk sports, weather, fun facts, and of course, a morning corny. I've been really impressed with the work they put into it daily. We start our mornings listening to it. It helps us start our day with a smile. By the way, they're taking our audience. Yeah, yeah. I don't like be this. listening to us. Why I don't like this one bit. <laughs> listen to it later. She continues, I was wondering if you have any advice or segment ideas for them to help them plan their next episodes. If not, maybe just give them a shout out and some encouragement. Thank you for all that you do and being an inspiration to others. Have a great day, Miss Rutledge. P.S. For your entertainment, I've attached their very first episode. I hope it makes you smile. Here is a clip. And then here is about 40 seconds of their podcast. Go ahead. What's poppin', guys? Today we're going to do our new podcast, and we're doing News with Quincy. Okay, Earth Day is April 22nd. Even though it's past, we could do everything everything to help the Earth. Now, let's go to Fun Facts with Keegan. Fact, McDonald's once made bubblegum-flavored broccoli. Another fact, the first oranges weren't actually orange. Fact, there's only one letter that doesn't appear in, U- in any U.S. state name. Okay, that's great. <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. into it. I wouldn't listen to the show either. I'd listen to that. Oh, that's cute. Um, What's the one letter? V? No, Vermont. No, X, Virginia. Texas. <laughs> now you're no. playing the game. Yeah, I'm trying to figure out the fun fact. No. You should have told W-Y-O-M. us. W-Y-O. What is it? Q. 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 Quebec. No, Canada. Yeah. I'm joking. Yeah, Q. That would be hey. it. Um, my advice is keep on doing it. The more you do it, the better you're going to get at it. I would also shut up those kids in the back. Right. I thought about what that. What about Albuquerque? New Mexico. Oh, Never mind. Al- sorry, it's a oh, city. Yeah, sorry. Sorry, sorry. Don't listen to me. <laughs> You know, I would try to put the kids in a room where nobody else is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it sounds like they're doing it in the living room with yeah, all the other. Or they're yeah. in the classroom. Yeah. Yeah. Because this is a bunch of hubbub. I'll also say this. I will happily go on and be an interview. If they want to interview me for their podcast. Oh, nice. I would happily go on and be interviewed. So that's my advice. Keep doing it every single day or as many days you can do it. Get it quiet behind you and just keep on. That's pretty cool. Do we know the name of that show? Sounds like the Quincy and... And somebody... Yeah, <laughs> whatever it is. Great. Good job, guys. Thank you for sending me that. We love it. That's the mailbag. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Amy, if you see a celebrity like at the airport when you saw the Backstreet Boy. Yeah. If you see a celebrity like at the grocery store when you saw Kip Moore. Well, I mean, that's different, though, because we know Kip, so I say hi, but I don't know the Backstreet Boy, so I just stare and ignore him. Well, the question is, how do you confirm that's them? Oh, okay. Well, um, I know it's Kit Moore, so I say that. I've, I've waved at Jake Owen before, and it wasn't Jake Owen. So I've seen <laughs> Reba really known that it's her. But, yeah, I don't confirm. I'm like, <laughs> I, I kind of think maybe I saw a Backstreet Boy, but I have no way to confirm. Okay, so here's what Eddie did. 
What did he do? Well, tell the story about how it all happened. Sure. So I was at my son's baseball game, and one of the coaches looked familiar. And then I've gotten to be familiar and close to some of the other parents on my son's team, and we're all in the bleachers, and one of the dads goes, Hey, Eddie, is that Eric Decker? And I said, You know what? I was looking at him, and it did look like Eric Decker. By the way, Eric Decker is... Uh, pro football player married to Jesse James Decker. Yeah. Was on the reality show, Jets, Broncos, all, all that. Okay, go ahead. So I said, I'm not really sure because he's on the other side of the field. Let me confirm. And my way of confirming these celebrities is by uh, yelling their name. But if like someone's trying to get a hold of them, I'm like, Eric! And then putting my head down. And then everyone looks like, oh, did he turn around? Is that him? And I did it about three or four times. And then I said, hey, you, you try it too because he's not hearing me. E.D.! And nothing. Ed. Yeah, and then we realized that, that like, was bad because it's a, yeah. yeah stands for okay. something else. And then we went Decker. Why and do you cover your mouth when you do that? Because you're supposed to be coming from far away. Yes, you're a ventriloquist. <laughs> I don't want him to look back and be like, "Who's yelling my name?" We just want to see if he acknowledges, and he never acknowledged. So I'm like, I don't think that's him. But then he got closer eventually, and I confirm. I mean, that was definitely him. But you just told a whole way on how to confirm, but it, you didn't confirm. I think he was just a little too far away. And during the game, maybe he was concentrating on the game. I think people that are also celebrities are used to people screaming their name and they just don't look <laughs> up anymore. <laughs> don't you do that? Don't you ever like see like Blake Shelton, if you didn't know him at the airport? No. Like, Blake. No. 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 Or if he's like a little closer, you go, hey, Blake. No. You know what I do? I grab my phone and I pull up their Instagram and then I look at their face, and, and I just try, and I yeah. just try to match. match. Masks yeah. are tough, although because but I haven't been a lot of places, like in an airport or a restaurant where there are famous people. So that hasn't happened in a long time. But mostly, it's pull up Instagram and zoom in and be like, I think that's them. Especially for the older celebrities, like that you haven't seen in a while, or to see where they are. Because I'll go. I was on an <laughs> you airplane. <stalk> them? <laughs> well, no, I was on an airplane once, and that one of the guys help. from The Walking Dead. Where it was sitting across the aisle, and I was like, that was, "Is that him?" And so Mike D and I were sitting up there, and we saw where his last post was, what city he was in. Oh, and it was the city you were and flying from. And it was in from. the city, yeah. Yeah, that's a little stalkerish. No, it is, but, but it's better than going walking dead. That's Eric. way more effective. <laughs> yeah, zombie killer. <laughs> yeah, you won't turn around for that. I don't think your way is the way. No, you don't think so? Mm-mm. Oh, well. It didn't work. It didn't work. I mean, I guess we proved that, but. He's a pretty big guy, huh? Oh, my gosh. He's huge. And, and it's funny because his his son was in the team that we were playing, and he's tiny. I guess he's five. I guess the age is around five or six, and he's tiny, and Eric is so big, and, like, you can just tell his frustration. Like, at some point, that kid's going to grow up to be grow. a monster, but I know, he's, he's small grow. right now. <laughs> The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Jay DeMarcus of Rascal Flats says there is still a possibility of a future farewell tour. You know, unfortunately, we were supposed to have retired and then everybody committed to other things this year. Gary's got some solo projects coming out, so we'll see what happens in order to get the stars to line back up. But I can't imagine that we won't, at some point in time, try to go out and say goodbye properly. Thomas Rhett has a Side B coming, a follow-up to his new album, Country Again, Side A. But it's not done yet. Well, it's still not done. Uh, we still have side B left to go, and I thought we were—I thought we were done with that like six months ago. Um, and I literally just went back in the studio two weeks ago to record six more songs for the, the second, the second side of the project. So I think in the next couple of weeks we're going to wrap up, and I'll just you know put my stamp on it and send it on its way. Luke Bryan shared on the Ellen Show how he found out about a magazine writing him as the father of Marin Morris's son. I'm having coffee. 
and my mother calls me. She goes, it says you're Marin Morris, you fathered Marin Morris's child. And I'm like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I do not need this today. I'm Morgan number two, that's your skinny. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. This dude, Zade, he's 17 years old out in Santa Cruz, California, man, catching some waves. Woo, woo. Six to eight foot waves when another man starts having trouble, falls off his surfboard and is drowning. Well, Zade says, don't worry, bro, goes and ke- pulls him up on the board, gives him CPR, and saves his life, man. Did he talk like that or is that just you? I mean, I think that's how surfers talk at 17. He's like, yo, man, I just, re- waves are kind of rough and I pulled him on the board and it's all good. It's wild that he pulled them on the board. Were they still in the water? Yeah, because they were out surfing, and so the other guy had trouble, fell off his board, and Zade was on his board, and Zade was like, dude, okay, not. <laughs> Zade. That is a surfer name, though, if you've it ever heard totally one. totally is. Zade. Uh, that's a good story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. You think a lot of these haunted houses really have ghosts or monsters in them? No. Why do you think people keep going and going, they're haunted? Well, I mean, yeah, I guess they because they hear things and feel things. That's why. I think partially people know going into it, and when you're already told something's going to happen, you're already thinking it, seeing it, so it happens a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Lunchbox went to a haunted house in Iowa. Yeah, the murder house, and you guys say it's not haunted, then get in the car and let's go. Woo! What happened to you? Man, you could hear things, things move, there's creaks in the board, you can feel things around you. It's just an old house, though, which would explain the creaks in the board, right? Like no. 1800s? No, because there's no one moving. Like, we're just sitting there, and there's creaks, like... Wind can blow an old house. New houses settle. They mm-hmm. shift. Yeah. yeah. Regardless, maybe there was, maybe there wasn't. But I'm going to read to you. They went and studied like 50 houses or hotels that people said they were haunted. And so here's what they came back with. Many haunted houses have been investigated and have found to contain high levels of carbon monoxide or other poisons which cause hallucinations. Oh, <laughs> The houses are so old. Whoa. You're hallucinating. There's carb- No, there's carbon monoxide. There are gas issues. And so you're s- s- breathing it in, and that creates the hallucination. So yeah. you're seeing ghosts. The carbon monoxide theory explains why haunted houses are mostly older houses, which are more likely to contain aging and defective appliances, and why more hauntings are reported in the colder months. Because you got to have the heat on. Yep. And the heat's messing with your brain. Carbon monoxide poisoning explains many of the occurrences in haunted houses, such as the feelings of being watched. Do you feel like you're being watched? Oh, yes, for sure. Hearing footsteps or voices. I didn't hear voices, but footsteps, yes. Seeing ghosts. Didn't see anything. Felt them. Headaches, dizziness, or sudden death or illness of people or pets. Well, that that didn't happen. Um, uh, (laughs) Uh, Also... People go, well, no, the dog barks at the ghosts. Mostly it's because the dog is barking because of the Carbon monoxide. Wow. They also say that because they're older, you know, and the gases, when you take a picture, that the the camera actually catches like little boofs of the gases too. The The vapors. That's not the ghost. Mm -hmm. Okay. This is crazy. There you go. Makes sense. Nothing's haunted. I told you guys. (laughs) Okay. Which, by the way, how would you like to buy a haunted jail? No. Don't Why not? To. It's not haunted. But a f- oh, I don't care. I don't a want Florida a jail. Florida jail, just a jail period. Yeah. yeah. From the 1920s is up for sale. Boy, you know they're doing some bad stuff in the 20s. Yeah, like, Why, uh, what? can't imagine. That they're not doing now. Well, it's in the 20s, it's there weren't there are a lot of rules. <laughs> yeah. It's free for all. You did bad, we're going to do I bad think stuff too. They were doing the same thing. It's probably different. I don't think so. Because your you, amenities are not the same in the 20s. It's probably, yeah, it's okay. rough. And there weren't. 
cameras. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like videos. That's true. There was no social media to rat people out. The old Gilchrist County Jail was decommissioned in 1968 and sat abandoned for years until a woman got it for her birthday. What? Arlene Hall is a paranormal fan. Used the jail to contact spirits. Now it's too much upkeep. She's elderly. She's selling it. The good news is it's haunted and the ghosts are willing to pop up. Hmm. It doesn't have a price here for the haunted jail. But we were talking about this and... Every year, we've decided we're going to send lunchbox to somewhere haunted, like we did last year. Yes. We put this on the first list, on the first top of the list, top of the list of places we may send him for Halloween in October. You guys are so tough and say nowhere's haunted. Like, why don't like I I experienced this already. I don't need to. Like, my heart does not need this every single year. We probably are inflicting some trauma on him. I don't think so. <laughs> I would go and be like this. I'm annoyed. Why, I need to be in the studio. I need to be running the show. That's no. what I feel like when I'm there. You shouldn't, though. You should be able to go. This is this is your thing. This is number one on the list of lunchboxes places to go for Halloween that are haunted. Last year it was Iowa, uh. the Vasilla Murder House. This year, and if listeners, you can suggest places too. We could send them. And where is this? This one's in Florida. Is there a realtor for that jail? I didn't well, know. What do you mean? Well, I don't know. I mean, because lunchbox calls. You could and- call it as a ghost. Mm-hmm. Oh, <laughs> to Ooh. buy this jail. I, uh, I'm Willie. I'm the ghost. <laughs> I'd like to buy it. You can try that. Oh, gosh. We Googled trivia questions for dudes. We're going to ask Amy these three questions. It's time for Amy versus Lunchbox. We're playing to five, and it's four to two right now. Lunchbox is up. So you got you got to win this to keep the game going. Okay. Are we ready, Raymondo? Yep. Give me that music. Here we go. Amy versus Lunchbox. We put into Google... Easy trivia questions for guys. Can you get them? Number one. What color jersey does the Tour de France winner wear? Yellow. Oh, is that just Lance Armstrong? I feel like, I don't know, yellow. Correct. Oh, okay. Started to get nervous that I guessed too quick. The thin block that presses against a vehicle's brake disc to enable the wheel to stop is called what? Brake pad. Wow. Really good. Mm-hmm. Nice work, Amy. Here, yeah, no problem. Extremely surprised because I don't know that I would have got that. <laughs> but I don't know anything about cars. You may know more than I do. No, not really. Trevor Lawrence was selected as the overall number one pick in the NFL draft by the Jacksonville Jaguars. What position does Trevor Lawrence play? Oh, my gosh. I mean, he sounds like a quarterback. Trevor. Trevor <laughs> Lawrence, like the quarterback. <laughs> Yep, quarterback. That is correct. No! <laughs> yeah. Three for three. Okay, take that. Oh, take that. She pointed at you. All right, so we Googled easy trivia questions for the ladies, and we'll ask them to lunchbox because he shouldn't know these answers, but let's see how he does. Lunchbox, what do you add to a regular martini to turn it into a dirty martini? Olives. Olive juice is the answer. We accept that? We do. Okay, good. Why does it? Why is that dirty? Why does it make it? Dirty? I don't know because it makes. It I don't know. Nasty. I just say oh, I want it dirty, so they get it. <laughs> they get all of. I don't have any idea. Blech. But right. I do like it dirty. A new season of The Real Housewives premiered earlier this week, starring Ebony K. Williams, Leah McSweeney, Ramona Singer, and more. What city is it in? Atlanta. Uh, Atlanta is incorrect. incorrect. <laughs> the answer is. Well, Ramona is in New York. Yeah. So, Real Housewives of New York. That is New York. That is correct. All right, let's do one for fun, just in case here. Uh, William and Kate's Royal Anniversary Special aired last week. 
How many years do they celebrate their marriage? How many years? Oh, that's Kate Middleton, huh? I was going to say, I think they just got married, but I'm going to say it's been... Oh, they got married about the round, round time I did. Five years. Ten years. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Close, though. Ten the time years. you did. Amy, you did it again. You win. Yay. Nice job. Climbing yeah. back in. It's uh, now four to three. How you feel? Feel good. Still need to get next week and tie it up. Can you pull two more out of your butt? I hope so. That's the question. <laughs> That's a tough one. You never know. Okay. Going over to the voicemails, this is Nola from North Carolina. Ah! Okay. I just heard Bobby Bones. I listen to your show all the time. I love you guys. Keep doing everything you are on Facebook so I can watch it. It is so freaking amazing. I love it. Love seeing your reactions. Do you guys. Love Thank y'all. You. Bye, studio. Bye. Uh, here's uh, voicemail number two. Good morning, studio. I heard Bobby say yesterday that he always mixes up Memorial Day and Labor Day, and I wanted to teach you a trick that a coworker taught me. Memorial Day is always in May. The two M's go together. You'll never screw them up again. You're welcome. That's true. Boom. That's, that's Memorial good. Day in May. Memorial, May. Mama, we're, we're practicing it. Yeah. We're telling our we're, brain to we're remember. We're checking it. <laughs> mama, mama, mama. Uh, thank you very much. My... Uh, First episode of my show on Nat Geo, Breaking Bobby Bones, on Memorial Day, which is in May, May 31st. The Bobby Bones Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Caroline Bryan, Luke's wife, was having a bad day, and so Luke Bryan decided to take matters into his own hands, and he put on some Huey Lewis, and they slow danced in hopes that he could cheer her up. Caroline's having a bad morning. We're dancing it out. Interesting song choice. Oh, Huey Lewis and the News. What is if this that? is it. Is this is it? Yes. This is it. Please tell me. Yeah, I think jam, that's though. so cute. And Caroline later said that, you know, she was totally grumpy and he annoyed her until she was laughing and it works every time. That's how he pulls her out of a bad mood. So, Bobby, the question is. Food. I take her food. Yeah. If, Caitlin- if she's in a bad mood, it's because she hasn't eaten. So I give her food. That's the answer, yep. always. No slow dancing. It's food. Isn't that amazing that people get in a bad mood over food? She, well, yeah. If, if she doesn't eat, she gets cranky. Or if I don't eat, I start to feel pretty good about myself. I'm like, you know. <laughs> oh, really. gosh. All right, what else? Okay, so you've heard of the Sperminator dude. We've huh? talked about him. He's fathered more than 70 children. That's his I thought he was one of the new came. Marvel heroes. <laughs> what a crazy name. It's no. like Captain America, <laughs> Iron Man, the Sperminator. Actually, he's he's got 77 <laughs> children out there, and he was recently on Dr. Oz, and here they are talking about it. You know, I have 77 children. That's true. But then you look at the uh, three women that we just uh, saw on the screen, and they don't have 77 children. For them, it's about them having their first child or their second child. Um, so it's not so much don't focus on uh, me. You would more focus on them who just they want to have a family. Yeah, he's just helping women have he a is. family. No, he is. A lot of them. He is. I think there's – listen, I'm just going to do a little uh, amateur psychosis. Okay. Psychological evaluation. He probably wants him to be out there more, right? There's probably something inside of him that's like, I need to produce more of me's. Yeah, like I, I need to get my seed out there. Out there. Mm. However, I do think it is also for the women. Yeah, but I he's think not, he's not—he's not actually doing it with them. Right? Oh no! Right. If I'm a woman and I'm going that route, I want to ask the sperm bank, like, can you tell me how many babies this dad that I'm choosing has fathered? I don't think they can tell you that. 
Oh. Yeah. That, that's not information no. you can know? Because then that's so. your birthing a baby that... Okay, I guess the number could always be, be like, changing. I'd like to know what he had for dinner on March 3rd, 1987. <laughs> well, I just want to know how many siblings my baby's going to have out there. But I don't know they would even know. Yeah, okay. I don't know they keep up with it yeah, all the way right. to birth. Well, and then you might, he might father way more after you, so the number will always be changing. So if you're feeling really bad about something, health experts are saying that you should let yourself feel down. Feel those emotions because if you beat yourself up about it or you force yourself to, quote, snap out of it, then you will end up feeling worse because you never healed from it. You just buried it down and it could manifest as negative emotions that come up later. So if you're, make sure you feel all the emotions, even the bad ones. Okay. Well, right now I feel like I have to go to the bathroom. So we're going to hit the end of this, this clip here <laughs> and go to the bathroom. Feel I'm just going to go. I need emotions. to go right now. Is that it? Yes. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Come on. It's time for the good news. With Amy. Tell me something good. So I just want to shout out to Grayson Nunley. He is a five-year-old patient in St. Louis, Missouri, and he was recently granted a Make-A-Wish because he has leukemia. But instead of using it for himself to take a trip to Disney World or do whatever else he'd want to do with it, he decided to donate it out to other kids. And he told Make-A-Wish, I want comfortable bed sheets for all the kids in my hospital area so that they can be comfortable during treatment and sleep a little easier. Wow. That's amazing. I wonder if they still go, we'll do it, but now what do you want? we'll do something else. Yeah, they should. I feel like that should happen. Yeah. His parents (laughs) said that they asked him like a million times if this is really what he wants to do is to hook other kids up with comfortable bedding. And he says yes. You want to go to a Cubs game? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to ask you again. You want to (laughs) meet? Let's be clear. You want to get sheets. And yeah, little Grayson said, yep, it's absolutely what he wants to do. So shout out to him and and everybody else at his hospital. That's That's pretty cool. That is what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, everybody? Thank you guys for hanging out. Let's take a call from Desiree in Louisiana. Desiree, you are on the Bobby Bone Show. Hey, Bobby. Morning, studio. Morning. Okay, so getting prepared for when the Bobby Fest tickets go on sale. What is the difference between the VIP and the regular tickets? Uh, tomorrow, 10 a.m., Bobby Fest tickets go on sale in uh, New Braunfels, Texas, which is between Austin, San Antonio, and Wichita, Kansas. They come from all the land, as we hope. Um, yeah, that's a great question. I would assume, not knowing fully, because a lot of times the radio stations will put these on, and we just kind of agree to them. Um, I would assume that Eddie and I play a couple songs privately for a, a small group of people. We take pictures. We sign stuff. We say hello. You get some sort of dilly-dally, like, well, a, shirt, cool. like a shirt. I'm not sure, but I would assume that's what it will be. Something like that. We were wondering about, is there going to be any meet and greets in this new, you know, COVID season? So, if it's VIP, I'll definitely pay for it. I would assume a few. Especially if we are vaccinated. Are you down to meet and greet? I want to be. Yeah, me too. I guess only if there are venue rules. I don't think there will be by September. I think everybody's about just running butt naked. That's my feeling. <laughs> Um, I think that's it. I don't. That's not the real answer, but I think that's it, by Desiree. Because I don't know. I don't know. Your best guess. Right yeah, there. that's my best guess. All right, Desiree. Hope that helps. Thank you. All right, All right goodbye. We'll be there. Thank you. Can't wait to see it. Okay, now though, let's go over to Amy, and we're gonna do the investigative morning corny, where we try to figure out the joke. She reads us the question. We try to figure out the punchline. Are you ready, Amy? Ready. Here we go. The morning corny. What's the worst thing about having a job at an unemployment office? What's the worst thing about having a job at an unemployment office? 
All right, 90 seconds starts now. Huh. The worst thing. Hired, fired. What's the worst thing about having a job at the unemployment office? Oh, I got it. Go ahead. You're always looking for work. Because you got to find someone else for work. Again, you, you got to think funny. What's the worst job? Yeah, it is a joke. It's a joke. What's the worst job at an unemployment office? And I want to be sensitive to the fact for to anybody that's looking for work, but it is a joke. Oh, what's the? So you're saying you can get canceled by this? Now we're doing controversial joke. All right, all right, right. here we go. I don't want to get canceled because of it. It's just a joke. What's the worst thing about having a job at the unemployment office? Mm Cause like you're always laid off. <laughs> you're always. This joke makes me sad. <laughs> I know it makes me sad now too. <laughs> but I mean, I can give you the punchline. What'd you say, Mike? Thirty seconds. Oh wow, you still have thirty seconds. If you, Ooh, I got nothing, man. If you work at the unemployment office, sure. what happens if you get fired at the unemployment office? You you can't. You got to go back. Like you're off. You go back the next day. Yeah, you can never get fired. If you get fired. You have to go back? Is that, is that what we're saying? <laughs> is that the joke? That's not funny. <laughs> is it not? If you're fired. Okay, is hold on. Not? We're figuring this out. If you're, fi- if you're fired uh-huh. at the unemployment office, you have to go back the you next day. You have to go back to work. No well, not to what. work, but you have to go back the next day. Sure. To that office. Because then you have to go back to the unemployment office on the other side. What if it's you can never leave? It's not Hotel California. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to go with, I think you're onto something. Okay. If you're fired... <laughs> You have to go back the next day. Okay, that's it. Okay, Ray, would you hit that, please? <laughs> the Morning Corny. What's the worst thing about having a job at the unemployment office? You tell me. Well, if you get fired, you still have to show up the next day. Ah, uh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> we backed into that no, one. got it. <laughs> okay. And now I okay. feel icky. That's good, so. Eddie. Why? No, that's, it's fine. It? It's fine. Eddie okay. got it. That's okay. good. Okay, I just wanted to I be sensitive. It, I think to you the got fact. that one. <laughs> We passing on to you. Like, oh, no, you get canceled. All right. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Clear oh. eyes, full hearts, get All right. That was a weird one. Yeah. Right. Let's go and talk to Stephanie in Ohio. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Um, listen to your show every day. I just kind of wanted to let you know how I only know who one person looks like, and that is Bobby. And the rest of you, I just kind of. When I hear your voice, it's just a thing I do. Even when I'm on the phone with other people, I try to imagine what you look like. Well, first of all, how do you know what I look like? I have seen you on um, your with Bear. I watched that episode and also on the American Idol or the voice. Okay. I can't remember which one it was. It would definitely American be American Idol. Idol. <laughs> Shout out. We know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. so you've seen me kind of a nerdy guy. About six foot one. Okay, six, six foot. foot. Six, okay. Okay. Yeah. Brown hair, big, dark rim glasses. Okay, what do you imagine Amy looking like? Amy, I imagine her as being tall, blonde hair, long, just kind of like, you know, the Barbie kind, just by the sound of her voice because it's very sweet. So her, I just imagine that way. Amy, describe yourself. I am 5'6", so kind of average in height, and I have short brownish, blondish hair. Well, it goes past it's your like, shoulders, so I'd say shortish. It's just above my shoulders. Yeah. But yeah, shortish, but it's definitely brown hair, and then I add in these ombre blonde highlight thingies. <laughs> she looks like the girl that played Felicity. 
What's her name? Carrie Russell. Carrie oh, Russell. Nice. Yeah, that, that's who I would say Amy looks most like. Uh, what about Eddie? Do you Way ever, off. Yeah, yeah. Do, <laughs> do you ever hear Eddie talk and go like, I wonder what Eddie looks like? Well, every once in a while I hear him, and I kind of get him and Lunchbox's voices mixed up because they, to me they sound familiar mm, or like similar. Uh, what do you think Lunchbox looks like? Okay, this is going to be probably way off and so horrible, and I'm so sorry for this. It's okay. <laughs> but I, I imagine him as, like, you know, living at home with his mom in the basement, beer belly, like, facial hair. Except for the mom in the basement. <laughs> She's rocking yeah. it. Yeah. Go ahead. So, I mean, that's just how I envision him. And I don't, like I said, I don't even know what he looks like, but that's just the voice. You ever see the cartoon Doug? Doug Funny? Okay, yeah. uh, imagine that's what Lunchbox looks like with the same beard. Yeah, not animated. Beard belly, yeah. Human. Yeah. But he's not, he, yeah, but he didn't live with his parents, right? You moved out when you were like 20. 20 something, yeah. 20. I mean, I went away to college and moved. Yeah, 25, I think, is when I moved out. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't have a beer belly, but I mean, just imagine what a prom king looks like because I was a prom king. Eddie, do you think Lunchbox has a beer belly? Uh, he's really, he's like what you would call skinny. Um, with a beer belly. Okay. Like skinny, but he's got a little belly. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because he's not big, oh, but he's skinny. this guy talking about my beer belly. Here we go. Hey, hey, we, we sound the same. Yeah, you guys <laughs> sound exactly the same. Oh. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you for sharing that with us, Stephanie. I would encourage you to go over to uh, the Bobby Bone Show Instagram and see what we look like and be disappointed for yourself. All right. I can do that. Have All right. All right. Thank you. See you later. <laughs> What's your favorite feel good movie? Not your favorite movie, but your favorite feel good movie. Because I think mine would be Hitch. Oh, I was about to say, mine's always Hitch. It's such a good go to and makes you laugh. And, like, and it's always on. It's, it's like, yeah. are you going? Are you going to stop by TBS in a few minutes? But <laughs> Hitch on. is probably on. Yeah, uh, another one for me. I guess if you go with Hitch, like I could go with Bridesmaids. We could have the same one. That's though. a good one. Okay, we're not just sticking a flag in it and declaring it our land. <laughs> okay, well, Bridesmaids always makes me laugh and feel good. Okay, I'll go Hitch. You go Bridesmaids. Eddie, best feel-good movie? You got to go rom-com, so mine is 51st Dates. Any Adam Sandler movie is really good, but I love that one because it's in Hawaii and they're in love and it's a great storyline. I like that one. Lunchbox? The Sandlot. Put that on, you laugh, you feel good, takes you back to childhood and the boys and it's awesome. Morgan? Sweet Home Alabama. Mm. Every time. Good one. It's funny and it's a rom-com, so. Raymundo? Wedding Crashers, I believe it was right around high school, college time when it came out. It takes me back to there, and it's laugh out loud funny. It'll put you in a good mood immediately. I really love 500 Days of Summer as well. That's so good. It's such a good movie. Joseph Gordon-Levitt's in it. And yeah, Zoe Deschanel. It's really good. I'm going Hitch, and I bring this up because a bunch of researchers did something about the elements of a feel-good film and what makes them so uplifting. And again, they list Love Actually. Ever seen that one? Yes, mm-hmm. good. It's good. Pretty Woman. Yeah. I love Pretty Woman, and you've never seen it, so don't comment. It's she. she I know it's awkward girl. because she is, yes, her profession You're is right. a little bit mm-hmm. questionable, but it has a good ending. In addition to an element of humor and the classic happy ending, feel-good films can be identified by certain recurring plot patterns and characters. There are also big moments of drama. Most of these are pretty light, and they actually do make us feel great. For three to four hours after it's over. Awesome. So they say, get you a good, feel-good movie. That's great. Researchers say that, listen, they have the intended effect. It's not going to last for days, but if you're looking for a pick-me-up, watch your most comfortable, feel-good movie. You know, it's kind of the opposite of that, but did you see Handmaid's Tales back the new season? That's the darkest show I've ever seen. Exactly. Mm -hmm. It's really good. It's really good, and I was always really into it, but I guess I'm just not in the right space right now. I tried to watch... 
the latest season, episode one, and I couldn't, I couldn't even. I was like, oh, this is really crappy feeling. So I just turned it off. And that's one of my favorite shows. The best show for Feel Good, number one, A plus, nobody can argue with me, is The Is office. it old or new? No, it's, oh. it's new. Ted Lasso. Yeah. Oh, Ted Lasso. Oh. Yeah. Yes. That's good. Okay, I was going to say either The Office or Everybody Loves Raymond. Those are good. Those are all good, but Ted Lasso is new, fresh, and is the most... Is You go, I just want to be a better person. <laughs> yeah, you do. Yeah. And they're they're about to put out the next season, too. Really? Already? I saw a trailer for it in the next few, next few months. Right, Mike? I think so. Man, they wait. spit these shows out July. quick, don't they? Yeah, Ted, the, that Ted Lasso. And I stumbled on it and then was preaching it to you guys. I was like, oh, they're going to watch it and hate it. Yeah, so good. It's so good. And now, another edition of... What's wrong with people? What's, What's wrong, wrong with people? people? A Massachusetts pizzeria owner, 57 years old, fraudulently obtained $600,000 in corona relief funds and used the money to buy an alpaca farm, a $110,000 vintage convertible, and a $2,200 spa trip. Alpaca, alpaca is, farm? Yeah. A spa trip for that much? Everybody <laughs> is hit, everybody's hit with something different. <laughs> yeah. What? Me, I looked at the vintage convertible. I was like, that's ballsy, man. <laughs> I'm thinking about that spa day. Dana McIntyre, 57 years old, was arrested and charged. He lied about the size of his business to get a PPP loan. He got $600,000 in federal aid money for small businesses. And then he bought a Vermont alpaca farm. What do what, what, what does that do? Well, I mean, they're probably super cute. Yeah, but, but what's okay. the, what are you farming? I don't Alpacas. know anything about alpaca. You have more they look like and then... Llamas, but like, do you sell them to people? Maybe, or you charge people to come look at them because they're so cute. He also bought a $110,000 vintage 1950 Hudson convertible. He has denied the allegations, calling mm. them utter beep. He said he cannot wait for his day in court. He's also alleged to have used money to buy airtime for his radio show. Oh, oh he's at a radio that, show. Yeah, he's up that. against us right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's on right now. <laughs> We're trying to beat him in the ratings. He hosted Dana Crypto Show, the first FM radio show on cryptocurrency. It aired every Sunday night at 7 p.m. on Boston's North Shore 104.9 FM WBOQ. Wow, okay. That's that's up against women of I Heart Country. <laughs> oh, that's right. Nobody takes down a woman of I Heart Country. Uh-uh. Put yeah. him away. Yeah. If he took this money, it's he probably could have got away with it if he didn't take so, so, so much. Mm. We talk about people being extra, extra selfish. He probably could have lied for 200000 <laughs> had his little spa day and called it, a, you know, you got, got his greedy. car in a spa day. But he had to buy alpacas, didn't he? <laughs> That's why I say, what's wrong with people? What's, what's wrong, wrong with people? people? Here's another one. A Florida teen is accused of rigging a homecoming queen election with her mother. She's being charged as an adult. This is coming from prosecutors. Emily Rose Grover was... How is this going to court? I need to read more about this. Yeah, we need to know Because how more. is this even a, a prison or a jail thing? Emily Rose Grover was still 17 when she was arrested in March. She turned 18 in April. She'll be tried as an adult. Her and her mom face multiple felony charges... Oof. Stemming from the October homecoming vote. I still am not feeling why it's a felony here. Let me let me get yeah, They got arrested. While employed as an assistant principal at Bellevue Elementary School in the same county, Carol accessed the school's internal system to cast fraudulent votes for her daughter so that she would win. I'm oh, assuming it's some kind of hacking. It is. Hacked. Computer hacking. Mm-hmm. Can't yep. do that. This happened on 90210. Okay, go ahead. Well, uh, Steve... <laughs> On 90210, I'm watching the old 90s version, but he wanted, he had access to get into the office to change his grades in the school computer. And he did it. And he got busted, and police were involved, and he got in a lot of trouble. The investigation began whenever there, there went to the unauthorized hundreds of students' counts, 
Yeah, that's why. I guess it didn't matter. It was homecoming, just going into the accounts period. Yeah, whether you were doing grades or altering some sort of your your schedule. Who knows? It's still not right. And now you're going to the big house. Mm. What's wrong with people? What's What's wrong wrong with with people? people? What are you thinking over there on trucks? Why is the girl charged as an adult? I mean, I get it. She's almost 18. She was almost 18. I I get it. But is it really that serious of a crime to up it to adult? I get it if she kills someone. Okay, charge her as an adult, but... Rigging a homecoming election? Ugh. That sounds trivial. The rigging of a homecoming election sounds trivial. However, the hack, if it was all in a box and you dropped your paper slip in, I bet you this wouldn't be a felony yeah. charge. Right. But any sort in of hacking system. into a school yeah. system, and I didn't even know who hacked. I didn't know whose fingers hit the keys. I think a mom's. Well, then why is the girl in trouble? That's a good point. She probably helped. And, and does it. she get to keep the crown? I don't no. know. Of course not. Uh, but then what do you do? Give it to second place? The second place doesn't <laughs> want it either. But that's another addition. What's wrong with people? What's, What's wrong, wrong with people? people? It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. Well, last year, there was a 29-year-old who lived in Michigan, and his house flooded, lost everything, had a terrible year. Well, flash forward to this year. He bought a lottery ticket. He was at the grocery store, and he said, you know what? Seven's my lucky number. Let me get that one. It's $20. Scratches it. He wins the top prize of $2 million. Dang, I can't. He was like, oh, my gosh, I needed this. I wouldn't even believe it. I would scratch and look around like, who's pranking me right now? (laughs) Yeah, he said, I had a terrible year, but you know what? I'm $2 million rich. Let's go. Let's go. Wow. (laughs) Good for him. That is what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? Glad you guys are here. Hey, breaking news. Here we go. Here we go. Breaking news! Get everyone's attention. Breaking news! Uh, was wrong yesterday. Our Bear Girls episode's on May 17th oh, again. Oh, boy. But Dish <laughs> or somebody said it wrong, and so I, whatever. We're back to May 17th. So not this Monday, but the next Monday. We'll, our, Caitlin and I will be together on Bear Girls. That episode runs. Breaking news! So the first breaking, breaking news was real. What? The first breaking news that wasn't real? No, I was told wrong. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but this one is. This one is. All right, time to go. Let's do the big story. Bobby's Big Story. You guys are free to call us if you ever had a kid, one of your kids. Like, get online and buy something, and you're like, what just happened here? You bought this? Accidentally or on purpose? Like, what? Because a four-year-old in Brooklyn went a little overboard by buying uh, $3,000 worth of non-refundable Spongebob popsicles on oh, Amazon. Oh, no. why? <laughs> mm-hmm. According to the story, 51 cases were bought containing 918 popsicles. Amazon will not refund the popsicles. The kid got on just doing what kids do on a tablet. Which it happens easily. Mm-hmm. And, and, and bought them. And you can't really return popsicles. I guess he could set up a popsicle stand. Well, what happened is someone heard <laughs> oh, the no. story. That's pretty good. If they're, if they're still idea. able to be frozen back together. Mm-hmm. Um, according to a crowdfunding page, because someone said, hey, let's help this family out. They raised a bunch of money to help the mom get her money back. Oh, wow. But Amazon wasn't. Yeah, because you can't really return popsicles. Especially if they're not in the plastic pouches. Because back in the day, we'd have like the Otter Pops. I didn't have Otter Pops. Oh, those are so good. But like the rich people got Otter Pops. We got like Blotter Pops. It was like the lower version of <laughs> it's it. It's kind of like Otter Pops. Yeah. Or what we'd do is you make Kool-Aid and you pour it in an ice tray and you put a Popsicle stick in. Then you put them in the freezer and they freeze and you have... Homemade. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Home, homemade. Homemade. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you have a kid that did something like that, hit us up. 877-77-BOBBY. Speaking of money, and that was... 
$2,618. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, that, that, that's sad. On popsicles. <laughs> yeah. Uh, here's another money story. Bill Gates gifts Melinda Gates $1.8 billion on the day of the divorce filing. Oh. That's a gift. So is that like, hey, go easy on me? It's probably or? a negotiation. Like, hey, mm-hmm. I'm just going to give you this the day we get divorced. Right. Okay. I'm sure she's going to get a lot more than that. But like that's her divorce bonus. signing bonus. <laughs> Dang, it's like NFL quarterback yeah. signing his contract. <laughs> he gifted her with almost $2 billion in stock the day she put in the paperwork. Everybody's watching. You know, all these stories are coming out now about all the little rules they had. You know, one, he was able to sneak away with his ex one time a year. His ex from the 90s or something. Well, he's like 70 years old. I know, but that's just a long running. Yeah, he's been married for 27 years. So it's it's an ex from a long, long time ago. The other thing is people are now saying one of their translators that translated for both of them. And they're like, she was in the mix, but they're not knowing which one it was for, her or him. There's just a lot of stories coming out about this. Oh, like a wow. translator if they travel for other countries? Like a Chinese translator, I gotcha. believe. Yeah. Okay. And they're... People are denying that, too, but I'm here for it. Let's go. (laughs) It's all good stuff. Let's get some nerdy gossip happening here. Uh, (laughs) Bill Gates is 65 years old. Us nerdy guys aren't really in the gossip columns that much. (laughs) You know, now let's go. Let's set the new standard. You wear glasses, you're a nerd. We want to know all about it. How old do you think Jeff Bezos is? He's like uh, 45, 50, 60. Oh, I I assume Jeff Bezos was in his 60s. He's only 57, which which is quite young to be... As billionaire as he is. He does not look 57 to me at all. He looks so young. What about Warren Buffett? Oh, I don't the know. The original really rich guy. Sure. 80? For, for us. Uh, 90. Oh, okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mark Zuckerberg? 42? 36. Oh, okay. <laughs> Sorry. I wonder what Zuckerberg's life is like, meaning if he just wants to go to Taco Bell... Canny, right? I mean, he's when you talk about famous people, we don't put him on the list because he's not playing shows to millions of fans. But Zuckerberg's as famous as you get. Can he go to Taco Bell? And if he does, what's his security detail? Because I'm sure being as valuable as he is, there are people around him all the time. And does he ever just want to have him break? Do you think he's that recognizable to yeah. everybody? Yes. Okay. I was just curious. There was a picture of him last week surfing, and he had sunscreen just caked all over his face trying to hide from photographers, but they still still got him. I'm looking at, he's running, and there are four guys surrounding him. They say it costs Facebook $22 million a year to keep him safe. Oh, wow. Wow. Can't you just hire, like, two people and paying 70 grand a year? <laughs> like, how does that cost a $22 million? Are you building a force field around him? He has a bigger detail than the president. Holy moly. Uh, there you go. Uh, here's what it says. Mark Zuckerberg has a 24-7 security team. Whether in the business meeting or a quick jog, he always has a member of his security crew nearby. Well, that makes sense. A member of the crew. Every single one of Zuckerberg's residences is decked out with a high-tech security system. It's even rumored that his Facebook office has an emergency panic shoot. Ooh, oh, wow. that's fun. That sounds fun. <laughs> like he gets to slide down yeah. somewhere. You got to try that out every That panic drill would be fun. All uh, right, Wednesday's going to be a panic drill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be a weird life. It's got to be a life, too, where you think he probably gets exhausted of it as well. Where he just wants to somewhat be a normal person. Mm -hmm. Where I somewhat want to have a panic shoot sometimes. (laughs) He probably somewhat wants to be a a normal person. All right, that's the news. Thank you. Bobby's Big Story. Let me talk to Keisha in Arkansas, who has called the show. We were talking about, you know, this kid who bought $2,000 worth of popsicles online. Couldn't return them. Hey, Keisha, what happened with you? 
Um, well, my now eight-year-old decided he loves Fortnite, and he decided, and I had my card set up on the PlayStation, to buy $160 worth of coins for just upgrades on Fortnite, and I had no idea. How did you find out? Like, three days. And I noticed, I was like, man, why? Like, I'm missing like $160 when I looked at my bank account. And I looked, and it said PlayStation Network. And I went in there, and I asked my son. I was like, Bentley, <laughs> did did you just buy $160 worth of upgrades for Fortnite? Well, I didn't spend that much money, Mom. And I'm like, dude, yeah, you did. <laughs> so what happens to Bentley when you realize he just spent over 150 bucks on Fortnite coins? Um, well, I immediately took my card off and I couldn't, like, I couldn't return it. They wouldn't give me my money back or anything. So I was literally out $160 for Fortnite crap. And so I just took my card off of there and I was like, nope, like he got grounded, wouldn't let him play it. He was so mad at me, but yeah. Is he so, back on now? Yeah, he's back on now. What, what's his, but, what was his grounding term? Hard. How long could he not play Fortnite? Um, like two weeks. Well, pretty uh, good. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. All right, yeah. well, tell Bentley that we believe in him in his Fortnite career. Other <laughs> Others may not, but we do. Okay, Keisha? <laughs> All right. All right, talk to you soon, hopefully. Well, have a good day. Bye-bye. I always say that, and I never know if I'll talk to them soon again. <laughs> so, uh-uh. so you end it with hopefully? Probably <laughs> Yeah, after I said it, I was like, I don't know if I will or not, but hopefully I will. Uh, Valerie in Virginia, you're on the Bobby Bone Show. What's going on with you? Hi, um, my granddaughter, I lent my daughter my credit card so she could get her car fixed. My granddaughter took her card, took my card, went on Amazon, set up an Amazon Prime account, and then started ordering over $100 in cardboard mustaches. She bought a couple of Frozen, the Frozen movie, the wigs and costumes. The bill came to over $500, including the Amazon Prime account. (laughs) And then she said, she was 10 at the time, she's 15 now, and she said, I didn't know what I was doing. (laughs) It sounds like she was planning the perfect party. Yeah. Yeah. Everybody's wearing mustaches. Mm -hmm. You have on your frozen costumes. All she was missing was food. Did she not order any food? No. (laughs) Maybe older. I wanted to kill her. I let her live. Could you return it? All of no, I couldn't. She's wearing a frozen uh, mustache right now. She's wearing a cardboard mustache. She's getting a bunch of them. I mean, well, Valerie, thank you for your call. Really appreciate that. All right, thank you. All right, bye bye. Bye. Thank you guys for your stories and for your calls. What are we saying, Amy? I just think that kids don't understand without seeing the actual money because, yeah, Amazon is like this thing and the credit card is like, they, they without visualizing the money and understanding what they're doing, they kind of sometimes might think, oh, this is, I just put it on this and it's free. We can pay for it. Like there's nothing, there's I mean, nothing happening. that was happening. us in checks as a kid. Just write a check. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> probably. What's it going to hurt? You just sign your name to a piece of paper. Or at oh, spring break, if you get a credit card, they give you a free t-shirt and then you like. I never did that. You know? <laughs> But one, people did. I I stole a check from my mom once and forged her signature and wrote myself a check and deposited it because I needed the money. But I didn't want to ask her. Dang. I How know. old were you? <laughs> I was like 18. Yeah, I was going to say, that's not something a six-year-old no, does they don't have an account. Like, if my mom wanted to press charges against me, she could have. 
Because I literally, I mean, I was going to tell her, obviously. Yeah, sure. I was going to tell her. (laughs) Because I knew she balanced her checkbook thoroughly. And so she, it took her, but you know, by the time it deposited whatnot went through, it took her a few days and then. All Amy's criminal stories come out years later. They slowly (laughs) just start to drop on this show. I know. Yeah, once we put it, we robbed a bank. It's crazy. (laughs) We we regret it. Reading the story this morning that the South Carolina House is adding firing squad to the execution methods. This oh is, my gosh, oh that's crazy. crazy! I don't understand what's happening to the world. Well, I just don't know who would pick that. We're just going. Yeah. Do you think they would do like we do? Put things in a hat and go like, all right, <laughs> spin no. the wheel. Here we go. <laughs> it's just it's wild, huh? Yeah. Like what's next? The old blade chopper. Oh gosh. The guillotine. You know who I feel bad for? I know who has added the guillotine. <laughs> what? <laughs> The people whose job it is to fire, like you, they've added this, but are they taking into consideration now the people that they're forcing to like shoot somebody? That's really a lot to carry. I mean, there's already the executioner who carries out the injection, I who carries out the, uh, the electric share. Chair. Do they still do electric chair? Yeah. What? If they're doing Where? fire, what do you, which one's more barbaric to you? I'm shocked. Do they still do it? I think so. Really? Mike, do they have electric chair? Like, Mike knows. I've, I bet uh, he can Google it, but I bet there's like a couple of states that still do it. Oh. Uh, As of 2021, electrocution is an optimal. F- this is some dark stuff. Yeah, here. this is not In cool. Alabama, Florida, and South Carolina. Well, of course, of South course. Carolina. <laughs> South Carolina's ripping. <laughs> all right, like, what are we going to do? All right. We're going to pull them apart. Uh, Johnny uh, grab his arm. Oh, no. It's like, right. what's, what's happening here? I don't know. I just, I, I don't like this at all. People. Mm. Well. And there's your good news, Tell yeah. something <laughs> good. I wouldn't have caught this guy. He's a porch pirate, but he's dressed up as an Amazon delivery driver. Oh. Well, yeah, well, how do you get the outfit? I stole it. Same thing he was doing with packages. He probably stole it as a porch pirate, and then he had, then he's like, I can use this for my Dang. advantage. But no, I mean, he's a man is accused of dressing up as an Amazon delivery driver to steal packages. Yeah, no one would think I had to talk to him. Yeah. Hey, buddy. Come on in. Or at least wave to him every day. Want well, a beverage? Yeah, if he was on my porch taking a package, I would probably be like, oh, he he, pro- he, he must have dropped off the wrong package and he's helping me out. Over the weekend, surveillance video captured the suspect parking his bike on East Oxford Street. Video shows him walk up to a home on the 1300 block, take a package, nod as someone passes by and, and just leaves. Yeah. Oh, he How, wasn't in a truck or anything. But he was walking up, mm, right? That's, that's shady. But he's in an Amazon delivery. Yeah, like I. Yeah, sometimes Am- they park somewhere else and then they're on really? foot to hit a, hit several houses. And but Amazon, I guess he only had a bike. But sometimes Amazon delivery people are not in an Amazon marked vehicle. Well, once they came to my house like eleven o'clock, and I was like, we're about to get robbed. Mm-hmm. The uh, the guy looks like an Amazon. I just believed it. But yeah, I, I had a friend yesterday who posted on her Instagram story that there was a stolen delivery van. The guy had stolen it. And was going around in I town and was taking packages. But he was in a van. The van was parked right in front of the house. It looks so believable. Look, it's just a dude. Our, I think, here's what I think we should do. We should give badges to the delivery drivers now. And we need to see them. The real ones? Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. Prove yourself. Like that? Like yeah, when but, they come yeah, to the they door. should have to learn like a secret word. <laughs> oh. yeah, or like a skill. <laughs> juggle. Are gonna make the real ones badges. juggle. Or the real ones have the tattoo on their on their nipple. Let's see it. <laughs> yeah, it's it. It's that stinks because they can easily go up and, you know, when people are sick too, they take boxes, they don't know what's in it. It could be their medication. Yeah. You hear that sometimes. Speaking of going to jail, Lunchbox got a parking ticket and that doesn't put you in jail, right? Right. No. You get a parking ticket and you don't go to jail. However, this does. I'm, I'm going to refuse to pay it. I mean, this is getting ridiculous. So I was going to pick up to go food. I had placed an order and there's no parking on the street, nowhere. So there's this lot, but the lot is $10 to park. 
And I'm like, I'm just running in to get my food and I'm coming right back out. No big deal. I was in there for six minutes and they put a ticket for $60 on my windshield. $60. Sorry, you should give me some time to get my food and get out. None of this. Oh, it's $10 to park here to run in and get your food and then to give me a $60 ticket. How can... That's a ridiculous amount of money for a ticket, and I ain't, I'm not going to pay it. Did the sign say, hey, if you need to run and get your food real quick, we're all cool? No, I didn't see a sign that said that. Well, yeah. then, yeah, I bet you wish you would have paid the $10. It's, it's, it stinks, right? No, yeah. You have to go find street parking. That's tough. Do you think that you did anything wrong? No. There should be some kind of grace period. Like, I haven't understand. And then to charge $60? Like, that's a whole day's pay. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, yes. Yeah. Like, yeah. Do you understand? Like, when when someone, more, I mean, sixty dollars is a day's pay, and that's they want right. you to pay that for a six minutes. In for your you, third. that's not a day's pay. Let's not act like it was. It's a, for some people, it might be, but I'm not gonna let you sit here and act right. like for you, go, that's a day's pay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're all like, let, uh, we don't want to lie to our audience. You're doing all right, okay? That's ridiculous. But I'm standing up for the I, other people too. I'm not saying too. it's not ridiculous, and I'm not saying that there shouldn't be. A, but but you did break. The rule. Yeah, and surely there, like, there has to be another plan for if if everybody picking up a to go order decided to park in that lot and run in and get their food, then that would cause some problems for the lot. And if you park there, you're now on the clock. If someone sees you that gives tickets, they can give you a ticket. Yeah, because they don't know if you're going to be there five minutes or an hour or two hours. You think they're going to wait for them? Okay, he parked here. Let's give him ten. Yeah. All right, we'll, watch we'll him jump. Right, there should be some kind of grace period. Mm. Yeah, I don't disagree that it, it does. It, it stinks, right? However, that's on you. You got to pay the ticket. So then you know what's going to happen if you don't pay the ticket? It says if I don't pay within 35 days, it goes up to $85. And then? Uh, then I don't know. But yeah. I'm not going to pay it. Well, I, I mean, it'll just be on your record. And next time if you get pulled, pulled over, over, you'll have go. an outstanding no, ticket. But here's and they'll the thing. cuff there it is. you and stuff you. Yep. <laughs> here's the thing. Okay. It's a private company lot. It's not a city lot. It's just oh. one of those parking companies. Ha, sorry, suckers. You're not getting your money. So it may not be jail time is what so wait, saying. Wait, I hope. I don't you, know. How do I don't they, know they have hold power. people accountable? That's what I don't know. If that's the case. I'm never paying for parking. Right. Right? You just avoid <laughs> that lot again for the rest of your life? Well, it's like, okay, thanks for the ticket. Uh, maybe maybe f- someone could explain that because that doesn't seem, you'd think more all people right. would just get tickets. Get Who's the ticket from, though? Morgan and Morgan. Call <laughs> them up. It just says parking location and then it has- But little, is it from the city? It is, I, I don't, Eddie, does that look like a city Or does it say I don't pa- know. Papa John's University? I don't know. I mean, it really just says parking violation. And it says parking notice. But where do you send the money to? Uh, Is there an address? An address? Oh, yeah, there's a website. Go to the website. If it's .gov, you're oh, screwed. Yeah, you're trouble. No, it's yeah. .net. Okay, well, <laughs> what is it? What's the website? Uh, parking... Parking.net or something? Hold on, I'm parking. trying... Parking.net. <laughs> I'm trying to zoom in on the ticket. <laughs> what, can you read that? Zoom in. Oh, I didn't know how to zoom in. There you go. Don't say it on the, out loud. Don't say oh, what out loud, the he, website? Well, he maybe doesn't want people to know exactly where he parked or where why, he why goes not? to eat. I don't know. You think he'd want to because he loves for people to right. know where he is, but. PremierParkingPayment.net. Oh, wow. Oh, that's that. You see Premier Parking Lots all over but the place. But why would you pay it if it's only like a, a company? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I'm. I, I, Who I'm, gave it to you? The ticket was made it with a badge. No, it was just on my windshield. They don't even sit there. They, they don't have the. Oh, they don't have the, cu- the they don't courage have the to stand gump, uh, and the face gump, you. The gumption to face me and give me the ticket to my face after well, six. Well, they're probably going to the other cars, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, sixty dollars. Ha! Guess what? If it's not the city, I don't know that I'm paying either. 
There has to be some sort of. It's not the city bones. It's it, not? It's private. Okay, so if it's private, then you don't have to pay the ticket? I don't get that. Okay, or, or here, do I, here we go. Here we go. Someone oh. wrote, wrote a question. I got a violation from Premier in the last week. The statement says due May 22nd. Only now I got it. It's mailed to an address in Florida. The violation is April. I swear. Let's see. Typically, a single ticket isn't enough for the company to take you to court. Okay, so that's what could happen. Oh, the uh, they can take you to court. Gotcha. Uh, yeah, Man. I guess I, just don't ever. You're no stranger there. to the court. I'm no though. stranger to the courtroom, though. I'm not scared. Yeah, but I if, if can you, you go two for two or two, I, two and zero? Oh? <laughs> I'm not scared to battle in front of the judge. <laughs> I don't oh. get nervous. Ah. What do you want to say to Premier Parking right now? Listen, Premier Parking, oh, you guys are out of control. Yeah. Sixty dollars yeah. a day. Sixty dollars, crazy. A day's pay for six <laughs> minutes in your parking lot. Come on now, people. You got to give some grace. Let people run in and get there to go. Get a food. life, losers. Come on. No. Oh, they're just doing their job. This is their business. I'm kind of fired up right now. I don't know. There's no reason to be. I'm like, <laughs> right. let's aside. I, yeah. know I, sh- I know I shouldn't no, be. No, Lunchbox is in the wrong 100%. Uh, that's a day's pay, guys. Right. <laughs> Jeez. Back in the 1700s, <laughs> it took a year and a half to make it. And I'm not going to stand for it. No. Man, I just think about my days at Sam's Club pushing those carts up, yeah. up the hill. Mm-hmm. For eight hours a day. That's a day's pay That's right true. there. That's that would have been true. a That's day's right. pay. How can they charge that? They are not getting their money. They're going to. Listen, I may go to jail though, but I'm not paying. You'll never go to jail. It sounds like a civil thing anyway. Right. Yeah, because they're not going to take you to court. They're pretty civil. You may lose your house, but you won't go to jail. Yeah, yeah. They can take my house? I mean, no. they'll sue you for something. So you might get sued, but I don't think you're going to jail. Okay. So rest, rest easy. Yes! <laughs> Feels good. Would you go back to court and represent yourself? I would, absolutely. And what would you say? I'd be like, listen, judge, they're out here charging a day's pay to use their <laughs> yeah, parking lot. Yeah, you gotta lot. use that. For yeah, that's you- pretty strong. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty strong. The judge is gonna yeah. be like, you know what, you're right. Boom! Dismissed. <laughs> that's pretty strong. Okay. <sighs> Where do we side on this before we run? I wouldn't I'm pay it. Team Premier. I wouldn't oh, pay it. I would ju- no, team Lunchbox. I, I would yes. pay it. I mean, you just don't want to deal with that. Well, you did it wrong. You're hey, not going to hey. be able to park in a premier parking lot ever again, and they're all over town. That's true. They are everywhere. <laughs> like, so. You did wrong. Bad lunchbox. But I'm on your side. Yes. Yes. What? I, I, mean, I want to see him go to court. This is great for radio. Uh, okay. Last right. time we went to court, didn't Eddie get kicked out of the courtroom? Because yeah, he was trying, trying, to, trying, to, trying to film it. I was trying to record it <laughs> for, the, for the radio, and they got kicked out. <laughs> all right, Jake Owen in tomorrow, Friday morning conversation. He's going to bring his guitar. Always our favorite guest, period. Uh, a couple things. Here's a voicemail from Marissa, who left this last night. I'm a listener of the podcast, and I really enjoyed Wednesday's post-show. It was just really cool to hear a little bit what y'all do behind the scenes, like after the show's over, and what kind of work y'all do. And I just want to say that. I really enjoyed it. So that's it. I hope y'all have a great day. Okay, thanks. Bye. You know, we do this radio show, and it's on all morning long, and you may not be able to hear it all, but you can hear this back. Just search for The Bobby Bones Show on the podcast, wherever you listen. But we also, a lot of days, do a post-show, which is either stuff that kind of broke near the end of the show we couldn't get to, um, stuff that we that comes to our mind as we're just talking. But check that out, too, on the same feed. Just search for The Bobby Bone Show. Yesterday, I actually, I was doing some interviews where people were interviewing me for Bobby Fest, which tickets go on sale tomorrow. And I was like, hey, let's just put this on the post-show. So we did that. We let you guys hear, like, after the show what I do, and people are interviewing me about stuff. So check it out. It's, it's, it's fantastic. We try to put as much as we possibly can up there for you guys. Lunchbox is not going to pay a parking ticket, he just told us. And at first we were like, Eugh. But then he said it's a private company, so you can't go to jail, but they could sue you. 
don't then, like that part. But. D- during the break, Morgan told us that she <laughs> didn't pay a ticket for six years. There's two tickets. Yeah, I had two of those tickets, and I was like, I don't want to pay these. Like, they don't, you know, nothing's going to happen. So six years, I kind of held on to it. And then somebody was like, that could affect your credit. And I was like, okay, I'll pay it. And then I ended up paying like $300 because it had gone <laughs> oh, up. No. Oh, Do you yeah. care about your credit being messed up? No. Why? Yeah, yeah, Why doesn't go. that bother you? You'll show them. Yeah. <laughs> no, matter of principle, guys. You gotta yeah, take a stand right. somewhere. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Okay, here's Patrick in North Carolina. A couple <laughs> people want to comment on it. Patrick, you're on the air. Hey, good morning, studio. Morning. So, so here's the deal. I got one three years ago. I was telling Morgan, I, I own a food truck in Raleigh, and I went downtown Raleigh, had to run something into an office. Swear I was in there three minutes. Like, I don't know where the parking lot, like, uh, ninja came from that put the ticket, but it was there when I came out. Uh, $72, three, a little over three years ago now, and did not pay it. And there's no, I called the Raleigh PD. I called everyone just to, just to see. And they basically told me that unless a police officer put that ticket on, they could do nothing about it. Uh, I have never heard a word from them. Uh, I just felt like it was, and it was, you know, th- during the situation where I'm a small business. I just wanted to, three minutes. I felt like I was in there. And that, that, was, that was it. Never, nothing ever happened, Lunchbox. Just letting you know. Love it. And he even called the police station. They said, look, if a cop didn't put it on, it's not really valid. That's Wait, awesome. You should call the police and uh, see. No, just show up and, and <laughs> turn yourself in yeah. and see, what, see if they take you in. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I haven't paid this ticket. But, yeah, put your hands behind your back and be like, I'm here to... <laughs> Cuff yourself. Oh, yeah. Oh, cool. <laughs> lay on your, yeah, and lay on your stomach outside the front door of the police station. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. They'll think you're protesting or something. <laughs> uh, thank you, Patrick. Appreciate that call, bud. Hey, appreciate it. All right, let me do one more. Here is... Uh, let's go to Kelsey in Nashville. Kelsey, how are you? Thank you for calling. Hey, good morning. I'm good. How are you? I'm doing pretty good. What do you want to say? So, a few years ago, or several years ago, I'm from Nashville, and the same thing happened to me, and I thought, forget it, I'm not paying it. And I parked in another one of their lots and came outside and had a boot on my car. <gasps> so, there you go. So I say pay the ticket rather than have to pay to get the boot taken off your car. Ooh, if I'd... you ever plan on parking in another premier lot. <laughs> and they are everywhere. Dang. Or follow was... me here. Didn't you buy me a boot for my birthday? Oh, one year? yeah, I did. If you... anybody parks in your spot out yeah. here. We're never going to boot somebody's car this is here. That's a great but idea. you take it with you. And every time you park in a lot, you boot your own car. Yes. And they think you they go did in it. for free. Yeah. And then you come out and you, oh. and you just unboot it. They're going to walk out and be like, what? Oh, we already, they already got him. Okay, yeah, cool. I think that people do that, don't they? This is genius. Yeah. Promise. They're like, well, Lenny's already been here today, so we're covered. <laughs> Dang, I thought I was checkmated, and then you checkmated that checkmate. Yeah. T- boot your own car. That's interesting. Now we're in business. Genius. Then you're going to get busted for booting your own car. Hilarious, though. Then you can go turn yourself into the cop. <laughs> See? All right. I appreciate that call. I got two things I want to do. I know we're running out of time here, but I have two things I want to do. Uh, first of all, a guy was trying to return his rental car to an Enterprise location, and he got tired because nobody would come to him. They were so busy. He was like, what's, what's, what's happening here? And he decided to take matters into his own hand. Either they were so busy or they weren't paying attention to him. One of the two things were happening. So he posted a video of himself. He just starts answering the phone. Oh, At Enterprise? <laughs> Acting like, being like, he started helping people. And so he was doing his best to help customers. He said the manager wasn't happy when he realized what was happening, and it wasn't a smart thing to do. Here's a clip of him answering the phone, though. After no one would help him, he started answering the phone trying to help other people. 
Thank you for calling Enterprise. <laughs> Let me go ahead and check. Hey, do you know if we have any minivans today? SUVs? Or or anything midsize? You know, it's hilarious. I don't even work here. The phone <laughs> has just, there's no one in here and the phone's been ringing for like 10 minutes. Uh, and there's a, dude, there's a dude that was behind the desk, so I decided to answer the phone and now I got him to work. He's actually going to check on this for you. Huh? <laughs> I am a customer too, yes. <laughs> That's funny. That's funny. Here's that TikTok. It is. <laughs> it's all TikTok all the time now. That's where all your content is. Uh, here's another one. Uh, John Mayer has apologized to a fan for denying her a photo back in 2005. And to make up for it, he did a special birthday song for her on TikTok. But so this is from way back in the day. There are two clips here. The first one, his manager, I believe, was like, hey, he's not doing pictures anymore. Like, I believe that it wasn't like John saw her was like, no picture for you, kid. But here we go. 16 years ago, John Mayer snubbed a fan trying to get a picture with him. The lady's son posted a picture of the snub. John felt bad about it and wrote a quick song to apologize. Here you go. Christine, even though it may appear I was mean, I was probably on my way to a thing. Well, anyway. Weren't those the days? Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Chromatic challenge. Uh, I love that. <laughs> so good. So the fan John Mayer snubbed, heard the song he wrote for her, and left this voicemail for his son. This is just insane. Oh, my God. He's that, oh, my God, just made my year. I had the best birthday weekend ever with everyone. And then this is just, oh, I'm walking on air. This is just great. No funny? That's I love so the cool. internet when it's it cool. does stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, there you go, John Mayer. Look at that guy. Good job. Not all bad. He's not no, bad. No, he's not bad. I mean, I'm sure some bad He's hearts, literally one of my favorite but, artists. Yeah. He has, he we all have little, <laughs> mm-hmm. little moments in our life. Uh, okay. I think that's good for now. We feel good? Yes. Yeah. You guys can call us if you want. 877-77-BOBBY. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from England. A 27-year-old man been dreaming about buying a new car, pays like $35,000 in cash. Six hours later, he's going 142 miles an hour, totals the car. Oh wow. And that's his fault, by the way. 142 miles an hour. <laughs> that's For not sure. you buy a car and someone hits you when you pull out. That's you buy a car and you're an id and you have an accident. Lead foot. Does insurance pay for that when you're doing something stupid like that? I don't think so. Oh. I don't know. I mean, if you have insurance on the car, but then you get buzzed to do an 142, do they still pay for it if you wreck it? That's a great question. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't say anything about insurance. Like if it, you're doing something illegal. Oh. Right. You're being reckless. Right. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. Hey, this woman, she's 25 years old, and they say, hey, you're about to have seven babies. What would that even be called? Um, Sept? Mm, Uplets? Maybe. Is that seven? Yeah, because... Octo's eight. It's se- September the seventh. It is not seven. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. But still, I think it's septuplets. And so they're like, "Hey, you about to have septuplets?" She's like, "What?" And so they do all the scans. They look in. They look in the belly, and she starts to have them. Well, here's five. Cool. Okay. Oh, here's baby six. Wow. wow. <laughs> and here it is. Last but not least, baby seven. They get the baby. Wow. And they're like, "Wait, there's still something in there." Oh no. Oh no. Another one. There was another baby in it's there. The so Ocho. it is. Octomom. The eight. And they pull out that eighth baby and they go, oh, no, there's another baby <laughs> in there. Not nine. There were nine That's, babies. How is that even possible? Oh nine goodness. babies came out. They're called 
Non-uplets. Oh my goodness. Non-uplets. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Nine babies. Wow. How do you even have enough cribs and clothes and... Uh, and then you got to name them. Oh, I didn't think and about that. And then you that. have to... Yeah. Like, we had a hard time with the one. Like, what do we call this one? Or even remembering, like, what, what their names are. Or who's who. The, oh, boy. That's I mean... Tough. I can't remember who you guys are sometimes. Because a lot of them could look alike if they're all from yeah. the same whatever. So what's going on is all nine are doing well. They do say it's rare for all of them to survive once they're born, but they have. Oh, oh my goodness. As of right now, quote, they're doing well. I just don't understand. I, I, I'm assuming this is some sort of IVF situation. Like it's not natural. I don't know if didn't say anything <laughs> about that. Okay. I mean, I get you have to put a certain amount in, to, you know, if they're not all going to be successful and you run that risk. They went 100 for, they went 100% <laughs> on this yeah. one. Are we going to put nine in? Uh, Possibly two will take. Dang. Jake Owen in studio tomorrow. Joe Nichols in studio Monday. Bye, friends. Yeah, Bobby Boy.